I want to have my freedom. I want to have, you know, whether that's financial freedom, location freedom, all the things I saw that. And I said, I want that. And so at a very young age, I started working towards that goal. I did not know how it would happen. And I think that's where people struggle the most where they think about like, how is it going to happen? But it started with the very clear decision that I'm going to change the narrative of how my life gets to be for me moving forward. Like No one's going to come and save me. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so freaking excited today because not only do I have this beautiful soul in the podcast, but she is someone that I actually call a friend, someone that I've had the privilege of actually traveling with, working with, and is just such a light. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet her today on the show. Maria, welcome to the show. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Hi, so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'm Maria Concha, and I am a mindset coach that focuses on manifestation. So I merged the woo and the do together and I work with women and I help empower women to reprogram limiting beliefs so they can manifest what they truly desire with a bit more ease. I love that. I love it. And I know that like a lot of people who listen to my podcast aren't really into the manifestation. They're much more of like the tactical side. And that is why I wanted to bring you on because I know that like you are literally living and breathing this every single day and you have created the most beautiful life in the most beautiful relationship. And I would just love to really dive into like what that looked like, because I'm sure you weren't always where you're at today. So let's go back a little bit to your story. So I I love that your tribe is not really into manifestation because I like I think I like to really just kind of debunk anything that the world has shown us in society. So I wasn't always like this. So for those who follow me on Instagram at Manifesting Ninja, you will see, like you said, a be- you know beautiful life and travel and you know my partner of over twelve years and you know living in purpose with my career and my businesses. But let's just go back to where I actually actually was, you know, growing up and then even in my young adulthood. So I grew up with a single mama who my dad was in and out of jail until I never saw him again. And we struggled. We were on welfare, public assistance, food stamps, you name it. We were just struggling. So I saw lack and scarcity a lot. The biggest thing I remember growing up is I always uh, was worried about the rent because that's what my mother was worried about. So I was just thinking about when, when, how are we going to pay the rent? I actually thought everybody struggled with rent until I went to school and I realized rent wasn't even a topic of conversation for kids. Right. But because Um, you always heard it and you always saw, you just thought it was like common practice. 
Yes. I thought it was, that's just the way the world worked. And moms, I thought mothers worried about rent and kids because I was exposed to that. And so my mother, I grew up with a mom who suffered with depression. And so it was just really rough kind of growing up in this household. I also left my house at 16. Uh, I went through sexual abuse and really didn't have any anyone to turn to or any support. So I decided, I made a decision. I left at 16 and been on my own since then and had over 25 jobs before the age of like 21. Amazing. Just kind of just struggling, you know, to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I will say though, is that although I was on the journey on this really challenging journey, the thing that always made a difference for me was just my perspective on everything, even in that moment, right? How I perceived my life and at a very young age. And so I remember at one point there was this like pivotal time where I was struggling and I had said out loud that I was abused, which is really, really scary for me. And it was through my first boyfriend who was so good to me, him and his family. And I was able to say it. Mm-hmm. And immediately I, I was, uh, well, cause I had a panic attack. That's how it happened. I was a teenager. And so I thought like, you know what, you can go, I can go down a destructive path of probably, I don't know, drugs and alcohol and all the things. And it's not that it wasn't available. It was very much available. Yeah. Or I can go down a path of therapy. Don't know why this is the way it, you know, kind of played out where I thought this way. And then I chose therapy. And so at a teenager, I put myself in therapy. The one thing I did have is I did had I, I did have insurance. So I was really grateful that I had insurance. And I put myself through therapy and at a very young age I started to work, do the what I would have never considered or known the vocabulary inner work Mm -hmm. and that just healing the trauma and going there and going to the darkest places and the scariest places as a teenager by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what led me to my life today. Just that was the start of it, but my life was very different growing up. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's so important to kind of share the backstory, right? Because again, people see this like beautiful life that you have, you know, the the friends, the partner, the money, the travel, all those things. And they might think what might be really easy for Maria or it was given to her or she just, it's easy. But like when you know the struggle that people came from and then how they actually got there, I think there's so much beauty in like sharing that because I think so many people can actually see themselves like in you now, even listening to this podcast, like, oh, I was maybe there. Maybe I grew up in that same type of way. And if she can do it, I can also do it too. So is that when you started to get into more of like the manifestation of like what you wanted this dream life to be? Yeah. So I think at a very young age, I just was uh, really clear on the kind of life that I wanted because I lived the life that I didn't want. So I was so like, you know, it's like people say uh, when they with your struggles, like, ah, oh, you know, these freaking challenges is always so much going on. Well, the beauty of it is that it will show you what you do not want. So it will give you clarity on the things that you do want. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what it did for me. It really started with clarity. And I remember just feeling like one of the first things I was exposed to when I was working as a receptionist was these women that were really, to me, so inspiring. And I I felt so just motivated by the way they lived their lives. They had, you know, they were paying their own stuff and Mm -hmm. had their businesses. And I was very inspired by that. And so that was like that plant, basically just planted the seed Mm -hmm. in me. Like, I want to have my freedom. I want to have, you know, whether that's financial freedom, location freedom, all the things I saw that. And I said, I want that. 
And so at a very young age, I started working towards that goal. I did not know how it would happen. And I think that's where people struggle the most where they think about like, how is it going to happen? But it started with the very clear decision that I'm going to change the narrative of how my life gets to be for me moving forward. Like No one's going to come and save me. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, so that was the biggest driver for me. And then at that point I start, I was always, I always gravitated towards mindset books, self-development business, you know, I just always had like a thing for it. And so I I started multiple businesses. I don't even think you knew about this, Jillian. I started multiple businesses. I was a hustler. I tried out so many different things and I failed forward so many times. And I'm so glad I did because it, again, all those experiences, the challenges, they led me to more clarity. Mm-hmm. And, and when you even, and when you get super clear on that vision, then you know what pieces you have to have to come together to put it, you know, like, how do you have to show up? What do you have to do? Right. Cause you've learned from the mistakes and the lessons and the, whatever you, you know, you want to call them. And yeah. so I've just, I've, I was, I gravitated towards mindfulness and meditation. I remember at a young age, again, I was a teenager and I, I like Googled, you know, what to do for anxiety. I suffered with anxiety and depression and I just Googled cause I didn't know who to talk to and yeah. meditation came up. So this is what, this is what led me down this path. That yeah. that's what led me down this path. And then the other thing that you said too, which I think is really, really important is like you had clarity of what you actually wanted. Because I think sometimes what happens and, you know, I'm not like, again, I'm not like a massive manifesto. That's why I'm glad to have you on the podcast because I love hearing more about this. But I think part of the reason why like manifestation probably doesn't even really work for me is because like I'm not really clear of what it is I want, whether it's relationships, friendships, business, where I want to live, all those things. And it sounds like, I mean, you've said this several times, you were so crystal clear of what you wanted and then what you didn't. And then you took action on it. 100%. And I want to also say this, because I I think that this is important. When I say clarity, I don't, I want to make sure that people don't misunderstand this. It's not that I had the exact picture in my head. It was more so a feeling of like, that feels good. That doesn't feel good in my body. Mm -hmm. And I think that so, so many of us are so disconnected for many valid reasons from our bodies. We weren't taught to listen to our bodies. So we're disconnected from that feeling and that intuition that guides us that I think is like the moral compass and the the guide for us. It sounds so woo that people are like, what is this? This is, it sounds insane. Mm-hmm. However, for me, the way that it worked is that, yes, I knew for a fact, okay, I don't want that life. Like I want to be in a healthy relationship, a thriving relationship. I want a partner that's supportive, that's loving, that we can have fun with. Like all those, I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't know where I would find him. I, I had no idea how it would happen. And my only job was to be open to the possibilities of what it could be. And it could be what I wanted and better, but that's a, that's a mindset shift that I had to make. I had to decide that I was going to really commit to that being open. And we hear this a lot, like be open and surrender. No, it's not for me, particularly my work. It's not like just sit there and meditate and wish this into your life. No, I, I am not where I am because I just sat there and, and did nothing. Hundred, No, my the action came for me because I knew what was the direction. I really think strengthening the ability to discern where do you have to invest your time, money, energy, and focus is like the best thing you could do, mm-hmm. right? And so the action comes 
easily to me because, and I know where to go because I'm clear on what is it that I desire with these feelings that just are, it's like my intuition. We all have that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want. I want to say, because some people might think like, oh, I'm, so I'm not a specific manifester. There's different kind of manifestors. I'm not a specific one. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I don't go based off like my vision board. I don't, I'm not really like, I don't manifest just through my vision board. People may think that. No, I actually don't. I make a vision board because I really like aesthetic stuff. And it's like a creative part of me, but it's not how I do. It's not how it happens really for me. Mm -hmm. But like, let's say Jillian, you're like, I'm not really sure what I want, right? In certain departments, let's say like a a career or love or whatever the case may be, even love. love. Let's say love. Okay. I'm not really sure what I want. Love, let's say right? relationships. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Um, my favorite topic. Okay. So we go with love. So now on the vision board, when I had no idea what kind of, you know, relationship or, or even if I wanted to be, I'm a runner. So I was, I used to run so far from, you know, commitment and self-sabotage, like all the things. And, and so what happened is I created a vision. I'd create a vision board. If I could go back, create a vision board. And I would basically put the things of how, like put different images, words, whatever. I don't care what it is. Texture, if that makes, that would make me feel a certain way. Right. So what do I want to, what did I want to feel in a relationship? I wanted to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, I just want to be in love. Like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Like, I want to feel safe. I want to feel stable. Mm -hmm. I want to feel admired. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel adventurous. I want to feel childlike. I want to feel free. Right. So these things, so you're like, okay, Maria, how the hell do you put that in like a human form, right? Of a person. That's the thing. You don't have to, it's not, I wasn't putting a man up there. I was putting those those feelings. So maybe like what made me feel free is watching, this sounds ridiculous, but like a picture of a puppy running or like in water in the ocean, you're like, ah, and it just, and it's feeling free and just like living his best life. Correct. So now this energy, when I, when I'm like, put this out there, I'm like, oh my gosh, it just feels so good. I'm not putting pressure on a specific person. Mm-hmm. I'm more so putting out there, like the kind of life that I want to feel. We're not at the end of the day, it's not money or a person, like an actual physical person that like we want. It's the experience mm-hmm. that we get being with or having these things. Right. So that's why we go with the feeling. It's what is the feeling that you get when you're with this person? Mm-hmm. You can have the most beautiful man or woman in your life, but like, if you don't feel good with them, it means it's like, to me, it's just not worth it. I don't care how good looking or how, whatever you tick all the boxes that society thinks you need to tick. The end of the day, it's like, you know, I want to feel a certain way with this person. And so that's the way that it works for me. It's not necessarily even a home. Mm -hmm. Julian, for me, like I manifested my dream nature sanctuary. But when I tell you, I had no idea where, where it was going to be. You know, I, I didn't know, but what I did know is this, I want to be in nature. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to feel like when I look around my house, um, this was a little more specific when I look around in every window and every which way I want to see greenery mm-hmm. that was my, that I just want to be in nature and mm-hmm. hear birds and not humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. So that, that's how that happens for me. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you didn't sit back and then just like, journal in like, wait, you took yeah. action to make that actually happen. I think that's like the misconception sometimes like manifestation, like Maria's not just like sitting in her garden, like <laughs> doing these weird poses. And then these things are just like dropping into her lap. Like G wagons aren't falling into her lap and dream men and houses. Like then you're taking the inspired action to go maybe put yourself in the rooms where those people are or 
do those things or those things are. So then you can have those feelings and those types of things. I'm assuming that's kind of what you did. 100%. I, so I, by nature, I'm just an action taker. That's just, that was like the survival mode in me. And like, that's just, that's also like part of my hustle. I'm from yeah. New York. Yeah. You know, I love taking action. I don't, I don't just sit on my, I can't, that's just not me. It's never been me, no matter what project or business or anything. Thanks. I'm the girl that's going to just like, if we're going, if, we're, if I'm inviting you to dinner and I'm telling where we're going to go, reservations are made. We're done. Like I already looked at the menu. I know what I want. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, right. I'm a food too. So, but yeah. you know what I mean? Um, some people are like, well, you're just type a control freak. No, I just really like things to be easy and fun and cool. And I don't have to think about my reservations a week from now. Yeah. So, but as far as that, and you know what? I actually don't say inspired action. Do you know why I don't say inspired action? I don't know when the fuck you're going to be inspired. I don't know when I'm going to be inspired and I'm not waiting around to be inspired. What I will do is I will take aligned action. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? That means that am I going to do the thing that aligns, aka moves me closer to my goals, Mm -hmm. right? Am I going to take the action? So for example, when I started building my business, people... I remember I, I had a conversation with my friends. I said, hey guys, I'm going to be away MIA for a while because I'm building an empire. <laughs> and they're like, what? Some were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Some what were like, she, yes, what is she doing? Yeah. So, we're like, And I lived in a small, tiny room. So, and, and I was broke. So it made no sense to some. And then it made all the sense to others. And some people were like, whatever you need, I got you. I got and you. so here's what happened. I said yes to everything that aligned to my vision and no to whatever didn't, right? To this business. So again, aligned action. People invited me to dinner. What would be the aligned action to that? For me, it's like, well, I'm going to reroute that energy and that focus and that time. And I'm going to put that towards my business. Mm-hmm. That is aligned action. And I'm, you know, saying, mm-hmm. so I said no a lot. And I said, I said no to everything that didn't align and get me closer to my goals and yes to what did. And I, I acted like my life depended on it because for me, it did. And every project that I do that I feel very called to, that's how I treat it. Like my life depends on it. Not consciously. I just move in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. And I think that the last thing I just really want to talk about too, is like you have created some of, I feel like some of the most beautiful friendships and we see you, you know, traveling with these beautiful women, these beautiful friendships, these beautiful like tribes of women. And I think for so many, it's really hard for women to connect and it's really hard for them to find their tribe. And I'm again, assuming that this was very intentional, like how you found these friendships, what rooms you got into. And then again, like, they're helping you build this empire. So for the woman who's listening to this podcast right now, who's like, well, how does Maria even find these beautiful friendships? What would you say to her? I would say first, take a moment to really reflect upon the kind of people and humans that you want to be around. Right. And put yourself like in uncomfortable, it's going to be uncomfortable. Put yourself in places where you feel these people could potentially be. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to business, And also, I think also it's part of this is going to be the woo part, like have some faith that you never know what room people will be in. Like, I'll give you an example. I went to a business event and it was like just all business women networking. And there were so many women and I ended up gravitating towards one woman. She gravitated towards me. And and then I eventually gravitated towards her. And the point is that I would have never imagined that her and I would have the kind of relationship and friendship that we have because we met in this very like, you know, business left brain kind of space. And so you just never know sometimes. And so when you're open. Yeah. Like sometimes just being open and it's not. And also like, I don't go to many into many spaces with expectations, to be honest. 
Yeah. I just don't like, I just don't go. I kind of just go with my energy and I go with my intention. Like, you know what? I want to serve. I want to help. I want to like whoever I can with my gifts. I I'm not here to help everyone, but to the people that, that gravitate towards me, that I feel like it's an alignment, I'm going to give you my all and I will give you the shirt off my back. Right. And I, and I, when I put that energy out, the people come, you know, they obviously it's reciprocated, mm-hmm. but I think that doing the uncomfortable thing. And that's like you and I, Jillian, we met in a mastermind. I had never, I had never like left the state to go into a mastermind to meet other people that I had never met. So really putting yourself in uncomfortable places sometimes and strengthening that again, the ability to discern like, okay, am I saying no, or am I feeling resistant out of fear of being uncomfortable and fear of being judged and fear of being rejected? Because if that's the case, then do it, do Do it. it. Yes, do it. So the people who are listening to this podcast right now, they're obviously obsessed with you. They love you. Where can they find you? And where do you hang out? They can find me on IG at Manifesting Ninja. And I have a bunch of free goodies on my website that can help you kind of get started with the clarity and the big juicy dreams, which is just ManifestingNinja.com. That's where they can find me. Awesome. Maria, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so grateful for you, not only just like as a colleague, but also as a friend. And I can't wait to get to know you even more and deeper in 2024. So thank you so much for being here today, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.